0: want to tell the world about that crappy big budget flick or get people to buy that barely noticed book or cd that rocked your world can't quit talking about pop culture then become a blogger at one of the fastest growing review sites online pop is searching for people who want to blog about movies dvds books comics anime music tv shows and more check it all out at pop and email the editor for details popsyndicate.net your virtual pit stop for all things pop culture
1: this program is designed to alert you to some of the dangers of street crime
2: ktbr break room
3: let's move on because it's time to move on hear the drama
1: get wicked want to sing the tuck my wiener song tuck my wiener tuck my wiener one of you women tuck my wiener i don't wanna pee on myself tuck my wiener tuck the wiener
4: Than a speeding bullet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. More powerful than a locomotive. <laughs> Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound.
1: <laughs>
4: Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a
3: plane. It's the break room. Yes, it's the break room.
4: Strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men.
3: The break room.
4: ...who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who disguised as
3: Mark Hudson, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty Dirty Dustin.
4: ...mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. And now, another exciting episode in the adventures of
3: The Break Room.
0: Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas.
5: It's
2: KTBR on your Break Room dial. The only station which you should be tuned to here on a nice, lovely Friday morning. Episode 201 of The Break Room. Here it's a little bit of mad, or sorry, Matt radio. <laughs> Not mad radio, it's a little Matt radio, Mark and Thomas. And Maft. it's maffed radio, I suppose. Yes, because we are joined by the lovely, lovely F-13. All the way from Oakland Mallow, California. Sweden. Yes. Hey, uh, hey,
0: I can't wait to become a blogger at popsyndic.net. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey.
2: Uh, awesome. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining us again. You uh, just appeared uh, on Tuesday on our uh, Thumbs of Fury episode, and you're here back again, all the way back uh, on Tuesday. I appreciate that, all the way back on Tuesday. Yeah, you're here taking the place of Dustin. And again, if you're not a fan of Dustin, this is going to be another excellent episode for you. <laughs> Probably what uh, will you know come down in the annals of uh, Breakroom history as the best episode of all time. Mm-hmm. I'll agree uh, with that statement. I feel I feel like we can automatically put in the Double Dead Hall of Fame in the uh the brick room do we start where...
6: issuing our own episodes into the double head
2: yes the <laughs> yeah, old math radio here uh yeah dustin is out uh he got the uh, lengthening and widening procedure and uh, now he's also getting a bear colon and uh dick cheney uh sprite heart and he's except he's powering it now with mountain God. dew
6: and surge you're super happy to be released from the radio friendly airwaves obviously
2: well <laughs> uh, he's getting a lot of i uh, look i'm just reporting the facts here I'm a, okay. I'm
6: a i'm a worldwide reporter i've won a blue
2: bonnet awards <laughs> uh, i think everybody knows that um i'm about to win an emmy here shortly so uh i only report the facts sir okay. just the facts
6: whatever so what are we doing today
2: well uh we've got a couple of voicemails we're gonna go over and then we're gonna talk about uh, supposedly according to cosmopolitan magazine the secret fears of all men i think we can probably go ahead and call
6: this bullshit We haven't gotten to
2: it yet. We haven't gotten to it yet, and uh, we'll get that uh, in the next segment. But for now, let's go through a couple of voicemails. Uh, The first one here is from our old friend Marla from formerly Paperback Radio that no longer exists. I don't know what that means.
1: Hi, guys. It's Marla calling to wish you a happy 201 show. Yay! 200 is not a really big milestone. It's really the 201, right? Because it would have been just dumb if I totally missed. Your 200th episode and gave you a congratulations like an episode late. I mean that's just silly. So happy 200 babe, because now that you've been around for a year again, I've gotten used to you and um, you can't leave me again because I have anxiety about separation. I'm um, just kidding, but um, really like the um, the best of or breakdown episode for your 200. Really funny, kind of brought back a lot of memories all the old drops and favorite moments. Um, But you have that awesome new commercial for your new dating site, and it made me think about a new dating site that's actually been advertised here. I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but uh, it's called FarmersOnly.com. And um, the commercials are really, like, low budget, almost like someone just has a camcorder and some basic uh, audio video equipment. And um, it is a uh, dating website for farmers apparently. And it's real. Like, it's not a joke commercial. Uh, I don't know if you guys have that over there. Maybe it's just a out in farmland, California thing. Uh, Let me know if you've heard of it. The commercials are ridiculous. They have like a talking cow that says like, Oh, Bob's so lonely. I wish he'd find someone. And then there's like a chicken that says, Susie just needs a good man. And then uh, it says, How will they ever find each other? Uh, well, of course, you have to use FarmersOnly.com because, you know, all these farmers out here sure are connected to the Internet. So stupid. Anyways, <laughs> um, that's all. just want to say congrats on a longer running time than probably you've ever had. No more potating boys. I can't stand it. Love you. Bye. <laughs> I love my horse cock. <laughs> Jeez.
2: Yeah, uh, thanks, Marla. Uh, yeah, we have, uh, we're fully aware of FarmersOnly.com. Here we see the uh, pretty quite sure we made it, uh,
6: there was a reference to that within the commercial. Yeah, actually. Uh,
2: yeah, they're, they're sites for jewels and farmers and ranchers and homosexuals. You, you
6: sound just like that guy from. I the know. Commercial.
2: I do a remarkable impression of that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, farmers only is you know I think where CircumcisedSingles.com dot got its inspiration. So sure. if you haven't heard of that, you should check out the uh, the last episode, episode two hundred of the break room. But yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty ridiculous how um, how micro these sites have gotten. I mean, match being macro how specific? and... How specific, yeah. There's, uh, there's JDate, there's, uh, there's probably uh, MustacheRide.com and...
0: Which one, F13? ChristianMingle.com. ChristianMingle, There's yeah.
6: lots of Christian sites for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots e- of Christians. Equally yoked, which equally sounds yoked, like yeah. the weirdest sexual thing ever. <laughs> or the best. For a Christian site. Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> David Carradine, big fan of Equally yoked. Oh, really?
6: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right before he... Asphyxiated yeah, himself right to death. before he yoked himself.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's it is interesting that uh, I suppose though once you've gone to the grand scale of something like Match.com or OkCupid, okay that uh, perhaps it's best just to, to narrow cast. Maybe I guess. Maybe I don't know. I mean, it must be working. They're airing national spots, as bad as they are. it must be working. And All of those things cost money. So yeah, and you know, uh, there's only so many sheep in the world for the farmers. So cross. <laughs> All right, one more voicemail. And come on, stupid Chrome. Oh, bitch.
1: Hey, guys. uh, (laughs) This is is getting worse. My dad won't let me listen to your podcast anymore. (laughs) He caught me masturbating while listening to the Whatchamacallit commercial. (laughs) you all play (laughs) on my playback machine. (laughs) Sorry, sorry to listen to you guys anymore. (laughs)
6: <laughs> I guess he ran into purpose. Is he listening to the actual, Watch whatchamacallit, or is he listening to you whistling the well, whatchamacallit commercial? I think
2: you, uh, you put the commercial on, then you climax with my uh, whistling of whatchamacallit. So
6: you know his masturbatory habits.
2: Yeah, the uh, Trans Siberian Aleutian es- Eskimos. That's, uh, <laughs> that's whoever, whoever, they the whoever they are. Whoever <laughs> they are. It's our friend Giddy Horse right there.
0: You know, I have to say that uh, your callers have gone way downhill ever since <laughs> Professor Germanium stopped calling in.
6: Well, if. Uh, I wouldn't argue with that statement. If, if we Professor Germanium would call again. Talk that mofo into calling every once in a you while. You know,
2: I'm a big fan of uh, Soft Talk in F13 and his,
6: uh, <laughs> his chunk of uh, fruit hats and That's charo. true. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty. Funny I don't know bit. why, but soft talking and Mark just inspired me, and I
2: had. Oh, I didn't
6: tell everybody about how tasty it was.
2: Hi, I like soft. I like the whole soft talking community. Soft talking anybody is pretty funny. Perhaps we could yeah. uh, start a third podcast. It's just the ta- soft talking podcast. The soft talk hour. The soft talk hour. That's right. <laughs> Playing some soft jazz and some soft talk <laughs> on Gold ninety
6: eight point seven FM. <laughs> all
2: right all right so on that failed bit let's go out uh, let's start the uh, next bit with the supposed secret fears of all men according to cosmopolitan magazine what?
3: What? What? Oh. you're listening to the break room fat kids are stupid
1: Pepper and I'm proud I used to be alone in a crowd But now you look around these days This seems to be a Dr. Pepper
0: craze oh, pepper. I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper We're a pepper, wouldn't you like
6: to be a pepper too?
1: I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper If you drink Dr. Pepper, you're a pepper too Us
6: peppers are an interesting breed
1: what we need, ask any pepper and say, only Dr. Pepper tastes that way. I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper, we're a pepper.
0: kids it's me f13 from cinema diabolica we have a new show called diabolical decades if you haven't been listening to it this is the kind of gold that you've been missing ah i see i imagine jimmy stewart to have soft hands
2: but i would have been like bitch you
0: gotta go oh thank god it's just the face of satan i thought it was a prowler check us out at pop syndicate.net cinema diabolica
7: cinema has been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro.
0: Ah, that's my nephew, Scruff, reading that comic book.
1: Improving my mind.
0: Give me your magic zapper and I'll improve your mind.
1: Hey, that's me!
0: Look inside. It's about the adventures you have
1: coming home from school. Uh Uh-oh. It gives tips on what to do about bullies, finding drugs, or trouble on the bus. And it shows what happens to Scruff. What happens? What happens? You'll see for your free copy, write McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652, and help me take a fight on a crime. What, happens?
5: what happens? Welcome back to the Break Room, your home for the biggest 8-bit video system nerds who can't guess the music from their favorite games. Mark, you know the name of this one? It's Star Soldier, bitch, and it's the best. We now return to your scheduled program, the one, the only, the Break Room
2: all right well another uh we got another new segment i I think it'll be a recurring segment here on the break room and uh
6: what does cosmopolitan say
2: not necessarily cosmo but what what do the lady mag say i don't know what the official title for the segment is going to be because it's going to need a theme i mean we need a theme for everything in the show but uh we need something something about the uh, you know, something about the lady mags and uh, how check, very wrong they are.
6: Check the mags. Uh,
2: that's, that's a nice tentative title. We'll <laughs> go for that. <laughs> Let's go uh, omit the ovaries or something like that. I don't Good know. God. But uh, this, uh, this article is supposedly fears that every man has. This is according to the latest issue of Cosmopolitan Magazine. Written by a dude or a woman. Uh, pff, I'm sure it was an ovary haver. I'm pretty sure.
6: I'm just curious. That I mean, that's still that, for owners.
2: Yeah, it doesn't say, but I'm assuming that uh, there's not an author to the article. No, no. That's interesting. I'm presuming it was someone with a vagine uh, real or real or fake. I'm not okay. exactly sure which.
6: Um, you can always tweet uh, tweet them and ask about it later. They
2: probably won't answer.
6: It's the official break uh, so room. They here we answer. go.
2: This one was labeled as understandable. Here's the first one, and uh, we may get some good, you know, drops out of this. But <laughs> I fear that when I hit the dance floor, my body straight up won't express itself. Why can't I release my inner JT? Now, F-13, is that is that a fear you have when you... Let's say you hit the silver and black uh, club and, uh, or black and silver, whatever it's called in, in Oakland. Uh, is that is that a fear you have? Is that uh, you, you cannot uh, bust a move, as the kids say? Uh,
0: I'm actually more afraid that I am going to bust more than a
2: move. I bust a hip or a kidney or... An ankle press. will snap
0: completely off. Your diaper? Uh, right. No. I, I, no. Uh, the answer to that is no, and... You kind of can't be if you want to be able to because, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to not be too sexist here, too sexist here. because uh, I don't want this to be the misogynistic part of the show. But, but uh, if your lady friend wants to dance, you kind of have to and you kind of have to not worry about if you look like a goon on the dance floor. You just have to go out there and do it. Probably accept that you look like a goon. Yeah, just initially, and just you know, go forward using that assumption, and everything
2: will be fine.
6: Get past it, yeah. Essentially, have
2: it. you have to own the sprinkler and just make, make it work for you. Yeah, do the do the solid gold uh, club dancing. Uh, just work it, you know. Do your Saturday night fiver, fever. And you know, honestly, if you're if you're bold Start at favor. yeah, or if, yeah. <laughs> if you're bold in your moves, I think uh, you may get a lot of laughs, but uh, it'll be an appreciable laugh, not uh, necessarily laughing at you.
6: People generally appreciate boldness. Yes, that doesn't mean there's some guys in the corner looking at you going you know what an idiot
2: and honestly honestly uh speaking as a one-time single guy like if you're um if you if you're willing to look stupid you're at your you're you're willing to look stupid out in the club you actually get some some favor some some cred because you're willing to get out there and at least do something and you're willing to make yourself look stupid and you make yourself look like you don't care so you actually get a little more cred that way so you can't worry about that you just got to get out there and, and and shake your groove thing
0: if indeed it is the groove Fang that needs shaking, right. mostly right. girls care about if you're fun, not necessarily yes. if you
2: look like a dork while you're dancing. Exactly. True. So we say that uh, this is not a fear that all men have. Then, no. If
6: you're a it real is. man,
2: you don't care. Good point. Thank you.
6: I'm sure that some men have some variation of that fear, but <laughs> unleashing your inner JT is probably not <laughs> top of mind. Right. I only right. know I only know man one man that uh, was a
2: reasonable dancer amongst, the, and that was White Dave. And he was actually a good dancer. And he'd get out
6: there and he could really dance with the girls. He was. Since he was he's a, married, he's not a good dancer anymore. Well, I haven't seen him, haven't seen him
2: shaking his ass oh, okay. uh, since then. But I see. back when he was single, he was actually a good dancer. And he would get out there and all the girls wanted to dance with him. But he's the only one. The rest of us had to get out there and just, you know, kind of Fred Flintstone it uh, with a bowling alley. And uh, get our, our twinkle toes and just shuffle out there. But, uh, yeah, if you, if you, uh, pro tip. Uh, get out there and make yourself look like an ass. Have fun. And you'll get a lot more cred for it. Indeed. So let's move on to the next one uh, I worry constantly about how much money I make compared with other guys It's another version of my D, I'm assuming that means uh, Dick, is bigger than yours Do you constantly Worry about how much money
6: you're making in comparison to your friends In comparison to other guys? I don't
2: yeah, Actually I don't
6: It's easy when you're top dog in the bunch
2: Oh yes, because I'm rolling in the cashier On my Chris Cornell airplanes
6: You don't have to over exaggerate, you are top dog of the bunch yeah, do, I was maybe? gonna say when you're when
0: you're you're flying out to Chris Cornell concerts every thirty four <laughs> yes. to forty hours, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's not a,
6: a concern. You and about, your FICO score is what yours is. I mean, <laughs> there's true. plenty of backing evidence that's for what point. I'm saying. That's a good point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, I personally, this isn't the best question for uh, for uh, for myself either, just because I I know that I make more m- more than most of uh, most of my friends, uh, <laughs> and that's not. Uh, that big of a pow for myself. It's more of a, <laughs> a negative statement that my friends are absolute losers. <laughs> oh yeah, um, purple's out. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I yeah, I, I don't worry about, uh, as as, uh, worry about making as much as my friends. I do actually, uh, from time to time, worry about making as much as M thirteen because she's got a fancy schmancy degree and is actually um, she's the top. What did you what did you say it was, Thomas? The top of the uh, Top of, I don't
6: know. I Top remember. of the Pops? Top
0: of the Pack. Top of the Pops, sure. With the Beatles. Uh, yeah, no, she, uh, and th- this is a, qu- the question should have been making as much as your uh, significant other. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that a
2: that's, a, that's an excellent fear that uh, I think probably a lot of men deal with is, especially in the male-female dynamic, which is, if you're speaking more to the. I don't
6: know if it's an excellent fear. It's probably more It's an excellent
2: fear, but it's more, it's probably more on, yeah, spot on. that. Or, uh, I mean, it's, Legitimate fear, yeah. Legitimate fear that, yeah. As a man, you're supposed to be the provider, and if you're not making as much money, um, something's wrong. You feel weaker, perhaps a little emasculated. Yeah, I can see that's a that's a good point. That's a better question. That is a better question. Um, Here's another one. This is uh, Thomas, is the singer in the family here? Uh, My singing voice in the shower. What if my neighbors don't share
6: my love of '90s boy band power ballads? Okay, well, part of that question is relevant, but like, I don't give a shit who hears me when I'm in the shower belting it out. Not not one when you're care just in the world. Seeing KTBR over and over again. <laughs> it's the only song I sing is "Breakroom." I get
0: to see him in there, soaping up his uh, his wide, manly chest, going, "Maybe Mark will admit." He's <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he yeah, gently scrubs I his honkers. Sing that
0: one all the time. I can you know I can say I can actually speak to this one pretty well. I have uh, driven out I think seven downstairs neighbors at this point. Uh, <laughs> really yeah the only unit in my building that has uh the high uh, high turnover is the one uh immediately beneath me <laughs> <laughs> now, awesome. i try you not to stomp uh... around i try not to uh, make too much noise and be too insane but apparently i'm not doing a very good job because uh they are they move in and then move out three months later Do you it have is a like
6: large dog that may or may not pee inside sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and rain down yeah. upon
0: the uh, downstairs. Was,
2: no. I, I think it's just the shower covers of Donna Summer that are really yeah. just driving it's them the all Donna, away. It's
0: the Donna Summer uh, 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 duets with uh, M13 that people don't like.
2: <laughs> oh, you guys have a duet in duets in the shower? Yeah, huh? <laughs> uh,
0: okay, we, we, both, we both have sponge microphones that we sing
3: into.
2: <laughs> Lufa microphones. It's pretty awesome. awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't care either. I mean, well, of course, I live in a house now, but even when I was in an apartment, Ow. I didn't give a shit. I mean, yes, it's a pal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the economy is more affordable here in Dallas than Oakland. Uh but yeah, I didn't I don't care. It's uh you know, the the, the shower is a, re- a reserved singing space. It's a uh,
6: sacred and I can sing whatever I want. Yeah, this is more a question towards people that have shared space like an apartment than yeah. a house obviously.
0: And I think it may be what they were trying to get across was uh, being caught singing in the shower and not irritating other people by singing in the shower. Yeah, that's probably
2: maybe what they're being caught singing, which is singing uh, backstreet back. All right. Or whatever that uh, phrase is. Well, it's not I mean, back back if you're insecure
0: about the music you like, I mean, you need to not be reading uh, uh, Cosmo and worrying about that first and foremost. <laughs> That's
6: a good point. Actually, a lot of this is a good point about <laughs> yeah. whether the guys this even affects would even read. Is this supposed to be uh, knowledgeable for the women to know what their guys yeah, fear? Yeah,
2: th- th- supposedly, according to the article title, it's it's secret fears that all men have. So this is a, a giant blanket statement. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. I, I always think people are talking about me if they close the door or start talking quietly me, because they are, aren't
6: they? Let me ask a question before we answer that one. I don't really read like dude magazines, men's health, like GQ, Maxim, those kind like of that? things. Yeah. Right. I'm going to read those. Do they ever have anything like this in there? Like I, the things that women think? You know, like,
2: I, actually, I actually was warning that myself and uh, I didn't care to do the research, so I'm going to go say no. <laughs> but no, I in the times that I have read them, I don't recall anything that's like the secret sex positions that all women love or... The, you know, the,
6: the equivalent. No. It just doesn't seem like you need it to be playing doesn't. that up at all.
0: It, it's, it's really weird because the people that should be doing those things don't, but it's because they don't care. Women are doing this, but the thing is men are very direct. And if you ask me what my fears are, I will tell you. Yeah. If you ask me what I like in quote-unquote in the bedroom or I, – I really hate how these articles phrase this kind of thing, but – yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you 100% honestly and immediately, directly. There, right. You don't have to guess and you don't have to read what some, uh, some fat broad wrote about, uh, about it that doesn't know. Honestly, they don't
2: know. So, uh, F 13, what do you prefer in the bedroom? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with pegging. <laughs> Wait, I don't know
0: what that means. I shouldn't have said that. Let me going look it up real quick. Hold on. To
6: have to ask uh, what exactly that is. <laughs>
0: No, no, I don't. I, <laughs> oh, I no. don't prefer pegging. No, 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 no. Rewind that back. I don't prefer pegging.
2: <laughs> so do you actually feel, do either of you actually feel that people are talking about you if they close the door or start talking quietly? No. I think you're just a paranoid freak. I know a- you yeah. need to stop smoking meth if yeah, that's what's happening. This you're- is
6: indicating that dudes, yes. all, by and large, think right. this? exactly that's ridiculous.
2: Yes. I, so- I think this is your, your a way too self-conscious paranoid freak.
0: Yeah. I, more, more than You know, there's a saying that says, uh, there, as, as a young man, I was worried about what everyone was talking about, uh, what everyone was saying about me. And then as an older man, I realized no one was talking about me. And that's what you need to understand. No one is talking about you. No yes.
2: one. Yes. It's, uh, that's a good saying. That's uh, an excellent, excellent saying. Way to go. Uh, I appreciate that quote. <laughs> Didn't really sound like it. <laughs> Four more quotes. Uh, consult <laughs> Cinema Uh Okay. So here's another one. I'm worried another man will steal my girl away from me.
0: Mm. I've got some strong feelings on this one.
6: Just depends on your relationship, obviously.
2: It probably depends on the person that you were conjoined with. Sure.
0: It also depends on the fact that uh, your woman isn't an item that can be stolen from you. If she leaves you, it's because she wanted to leave you and that's not true. because he broke into your house and
2: took her. Yeah, that's that's an excellent point. In the middle of the night. It's a very mature attitude, yeah. I mean, uh, I think I had, you know, with Crystal, we... I had that fear initially, but it was also because we'd only been dating a couple of months. And so it was right. all very new. And I was afraid in some ways. Now right. you
0: have this you have this fear, this underlying fear that this is too good to be true. Yeah. Right. I just you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. What's going to screw this up? As someone who's been dumped many, 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 <laughs> many, many times, uh, I can say that what the, the verifiable data that I've gathered from this is, is one major thing. Communication is paramount. You have to talk to each other and you have to communicate no matter how much you want to uh, cross your arms and pout. You have to communicate because if you let things get to a point that resentment evolves, there is no turning back from that. If a girl has to tell you what you need to stop doing or she'll break up with you, it's already too late. Communication.
2: That's, man, sage dating advice. You only, from you only get that tonight. kind of advice on the Ask 13 podcast. Jeez. That
0: was. All right. You, you only deep. get that kind of advice from someone who has been dumped many, many,
2: many <laughs> no, times. No, <laughs> you're, you're right. And uh, honestly, um, I was not always good at communication um, through a, because of a, a variety of reasons. But it's something that uh, I've become better at. And right. uh, communication is, is an evolving skill and something that uh, a lot of guys I feel like are, are hesitant to do because they're afraid to look weak and they're afraid to give up control. And right. uh, it's something that you have to come to appreciate. And you have you're right. You have to. If you really value your partner, you need to communicate. And if right. you have any of those fears, you have to communicate. Yes, sure. But I will say, in the initial stages, sure. I, I was, I was a little worried about that. Um, but uh, now she's, she's free to communicate with whoever she wants, and I don't care. Right. Uh, you
0: have to whoa. get past that initial, uh, that initial, right. the the rocky stage where it's like, this may or may not last. Once you get to a point where you're, you've both decided, yeah, I think we're going to be together, then you can just kind of let things ca- uh, right. coast.
2: Exactly uh okay uh another one uh, my excess body hair girls act like smooth bodies and six-pack abs are the only way screw you ryan gosling for making me live with that double standard oh my god i can't even begin to say what's wrong with that uh first of all uh <laughs> this is kind of uh interesting that uh, you know we, we talk about uh, uh, a modern topic is often the women's bodies and how Magazines like Cosmo make them uh, feel bad about themselves. And yet here we are evoking the same Cosmo thing. in Cosmo about uh, lack yeah. of body hair. It's really funny. Honestly, um, there was a thing that came up, came out on Facebook. I want to say three or four months ago about uh, which man do you prefer? And they lined up uh, a hairless man with a hairy man. And uh, the responses almost overwhelming, well, overwhelmingly were the women tended to prefer the more burly, more masculine, hairy type man.
6: Really? Yeah. It's interesting.
2: Uh, at least amongst my group of people now. You what know. does that mean? Well, the people, like, the people in my immediate social circle oh, okay. tended to prefer the more burly man. Um, I, I don't feel like, and perhaps... You again, don't prefer the burly man? I don't. I, I prefer... <laughs> no, I do, I do prefer the burly man. I like a, you know, a man that carries an axe, has a nice thick beard. Um, I'm pretty much just saying that Damon Swickelstein is you know, my, my ideal man. That's um, what we were getting at here,
0: yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's,
2: that's, the, that's the true nature. But I, I don't feel like uh, the smooth, hairless uh, cat of a man is, is really the preferred thing.
0: You know that, that there's a lot of insecurity that that's speaking to, and um I don't know you, have, you kind of have to go like, well I mean you know the uh the eyes will always find attractive what they find attractive. that doesn't speak anything towards you know reality. you know I can sit here and uh and skive out over uh Cripes. now I have to name someone that other people know who they are. <laughs> like, I can go on all day long about sixties Italian actresses, but I'm trying to think of who's who's hot right now um, uh, <laughs> Justin Timberlake. I'm really blanking. I'm going to say Jessica Alba, unless you guys help me here. Come on. Someone who's sure. hot right now.
6: Who's the current hot? Uh, sure. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that was a
0: bad joke. Okay. Scarlett Johansson. Look,
6: I'm not crazy about her either. I'm just saying that's she's one of the yeah. tops right now.
0: Okay. So I could go on all day, uh, sk- skeeving on all day long about Scarlett Johansson's leather-clad ass in uh, <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> But that doesn't mean that I uh, I find my person my I don't doesn't mean I find my girlfriend any less attractive. And also right. on top of that, it does it also doesn't mean that that's real or achievable or attain. You know what I mean? That's not a real thing. She's sure. totally one different. person, right? An exceptional person who's been you know hoisted above all of us to be in uh, in movies and uh, in magazines to be exceptional. Really right? It doesn't represent what is real in, in real life. Yeah.
2: Sure. I mean, I know I know plenty of women who find uh, you know David Beck- Beckham and his. Uh, Ralph Lauren underwear ads to be immensely attractive, but then they have, you know, the big burly husbands and that doesn't right. speak any, any less of them. And it, you're right. It, it speaks more to your insecurities about the other person. And uh, right. you know, there's a, there's a division there between what's fantasy and what's reality. And it doesn't mean they're any less attracted to you. It's just that uh, we all have a fantastical part of our mind. Right. Yeah.
0: The stuff that I jerk off to isn't necessarily <laughs> what I'm expecting out of reality. So
6: there it goes. That's, uh, that's definitely going to come back for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'd hope so because the stuff that I'm <laughs> that kind of stuff isn't even possible in reality.
6: <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true. Uh, speaking to uh, insecurity, I'm secretly insecure that I'm actually super boring and no one will ever want to date me. I mean, wow! <laughs> secretly boring? Se- yeah, secretly. Uh, wow. Uh, no. Possible to be secretly
0: boring? Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're
2: either boring or not. Honestly, one the one thing I I've, I wasn't even that at one at uh, one point I was. Super insecure about uh, the nerd that I am, and um, once I learned several years ago to you know what, let that nerdy flag fly. Yeah, and I was accepting of that, and that I didn't have to be a doucher uh, with my afflictions, hurts and whatnot. That I, not that I ever wore those, but you know those those types of things. I uh, I once I accepted myself for who I was, and I, I let that that person exist. Then very shortly thereafter, I met Crystal. And uh, I know it's not science and it could be just a coincidence, but no, it definitely
0: is. Yeah, that that sounds very right to me. You, keep, cause you can't have a, a successful relationship until you're OK with yourself and you're not stepping on your own dick, so to speak.
2: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a key factor. You have to learn to accept yourself and who you are and then put that out there and people are going to accept you or reject you. And right. eventually the person that accepts you is going to find you and, you know, things will be OK from there on, hopefully. So, right.
0: You know, I had the same a similar issue but it wasn't uh it, I I was always too much of a thick-necked thug-looking person for the other nerds. I was always too uh nerdy uh, uh for the uh the cholos or the uh you know the jocks or whatever. I never really I'm kind of the center of that Venn diagram. I never really fit into any of the groups and I had that problem with identification until I realized that's who I am. Yeah. I'm that person that that uh, crosses all of these different lines. Right. And, that, you know, and that's what you have to be uh, okay with. You have to accept yourself for who you are. And then you can even start thinking about having another person in your life. Right. Because
2: once you do, you accept yourself. Then you actually start to project a new level of confidence in yourself. And, right. and that it really attracts... It's confidence. Yes. It projects a confidence and you actually end up attracting the person that you should have been with. Because that's the type of person that appreciates that. So, Right. Um, I have a random fear that someone will beat me up in front of my family. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Really? <laughs> at Thanksgiving dinner, someone's going to kick the door <laughs> down and just run in. Yeah. <coughs> and what, what run was, away. What was the and your dad's uh, going to be shaking his head like, oh, son. It's gonna First be like, off,
6: what family is this that watches <laughs> their, their family member just get beaten on the without assisting yeah. at all?
2: What, what was the start of that? What was that? Uh, christmas light horror movie with bill goldberg at santa claus where uh oh, james right. Conn is yeah. the father and uh uh he ends up like destroying the family in the opening scene it's like that santa's sleigh santa's sleigh yes a wonderful horror christmas movie um yeah uh that's, that's kind of totally crazy. irrational It's totally completely irrational fear
6: how does that fit in with the rest of this list it's i have no so idea random oh it's
2: about it's, it's, it's about it's about to get worse
0: well th- i think this question was awkwardly phrased I think a better way to have put it was just I am afraid, I'm afraid of being beat up in front of my loved ones, not necessarily yeah. my family. And maybe by family, he meant his wife and his child. Um, yeah, I think,
2: and I think it goes deeper than that. I think it's you're afraid to be emasculated.
0: That, yeah, that kind of thing. See, that's the thing that I think that people should understand. I think a lot of people – if you've never been in a fight, you, there's not that much you can know about yourself. And that is a quote from Fight Club, so I don't want anyone calling me out on that later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I and I think it's true because I used to kind of be a, like you know worried about you know being made to look like a fool in front of other people. But what I found out in my time is that there's one there's only, the only thing that I'm really afraid of is uh, is you know I, I, I'm not afraid of getting beat up. I'm afraid of not uh, not standing up for myself. It doesn't matter. I, I don't care if, if I get into a fight and you know I uh, I end up getting beat up. That, that's not a big problem. It happens. <clears throat> but, what I am afraid of is not sticking up for uh myself, my girlfriend what you know whatever the situation is, as long as you stick up for yourself and you, you know you 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 made the effort you put yourself out there i don 't know if it really matters if you get beat up or not, but you you weren't a pussy you didn't lay down and
2: let it happen right you didn't just roll over and, and get right. walked all over yeah I, I completely agree again, it goes back to the, the to emasculation and uh, I think that's right and uh, saying that as someone who's been beat up many many <laughs> many <laughs> been broken up with and beat up. Possibly by the same person many, 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 many times.
0: Right. It was a very bad weekend. I'll just say that.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, another more obscure one. Uh, my ability to eat an entire bag of Doritos Extreme Flavors and wearing underwear without support. What?
1: That's one I don't what? understand. What?
2: Why, why? Why is that a fear? It's super confusing. Why does the underwear without the support come in? First to- of all, first of all, here, here's, here's the thing. Why is a dude wearing underwear with support? Like, you're wearing an underwire in your jock?
0: Hey, I have a very elaborate network of trusses, yes. I'll have you know. <laughs> Maybe it's so big. Pulleys and, and ropes. It's a, really an, weird. an intricate system of pulleys and ropes to keep all of that in place. There's a yeah. lot going on down there.
2: <laughs> you, got an, so un, he- you got a wonder bro going on down downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was just weird. Uh, second to last one here. My arms don't get big, even if I lift four days a week. Everyone's biceps are bigger than mine, and I'm like, uh, I hate it.
0: And I'm like, uh, now I, I don't want to say that there's no way that a man said that because sure it's possible, but I'm finding it very hard to believe that a man said I'm like, uh,
6: yeah, exactly. This list has uh, really gone downhill <laughs> fast. It seriously did. Like
0: the first couple questions, I, I think they just are banking on people stopping reading halfway through because the first couple of questions actually may have been plausible, but then near the end, they're just like, what is that, that, that one about the eating a giant bag of Doritos and then, ha, wh- and then, not then wearing a you know, Wonderboro? Yeah. yeah. And, and like, what does that even have to do with each not, other? It's like, I'm just afraid that I'm going to get into a car crash and then have to do my taxes. <laughs> what? what?
2: <laughs> I, I think this goes back again to to emasculation and, and, Honestly, uh, when I go to the gym, it's more like everybody else at the gym is the enemy. And uh, fuck all them, and they're douches because they look the way they are. Um, mm-hmm. they, it's just the way it is. Um, I actually hate everybody else at the gym. I don't envy them, and I'm not jealous of them, and I don't care if they're looking at me. I actually get annoyed. and I, like, Frequently, um, I go to the so-called LA Fitness here in Dallas, and I frequently so-called. find... So-called? Like, I'm so annoyed because people frequently, uh, these dude bros... Uh, who live their entire lives in the gym are staring at you as you lift because, you know, I don't have massive biceps or massive triceps or massive quads or whatever, and I'm not wearing a tiny ripped T-shirt. And right. uh, they're frequently staring at me and making evil eyes at me because of that, because I'm sitting there doing my, you know... You should normal start start wearing a tiny T-shirt. Maybe I should. But, I you know, I look at everybody else as the enemy, and I don't give a fuck what they think other than the fact that I want to stab them in the face <laughs> with a dull, rusty, AIDS-infected knife.
6: God,
0: you see, and that's, that's, that's where the, the, previous question, uh, the previous question comes into play, wherein uh, I'm lifting the, uh, the weights and then being stared at by the dude bro, uh, and then we'll proceed to say, uh, you see something you like over here, and then proceed to hang dong out the front of my sweats. <laughs> and, uh, it, it, it doesn't end up uh, pretty. Let me just say that. Yeah.
2: You, you can't uh, – <clears throat> I don't know. I always look at those guys, um, the fact that uh, they, they don't have a lot of balance in their lives. And uh, I, like to f- I like to think that uh, the fact that they have uh, pecs the size of a Lincoln Continental means that uh, they have very little else going on in their lives, and uh, they're probably, uh, they got the intelligence of two brooks being smashed against each other, so... Well,
0: there you go. That's you know, you, you really hit the nail on the head there. Uh, I, at my gym, I uh, I work out in the old uh, the old boxing arena because they don't have a boxing coach anymore, so no one ever goes in there. So that's where I uh, I end because they have all the weights in that room as well. Yeah, I always work out in there because it just it's it's much better just to avoid uh, any human possible contact. Testosterone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. human contact. Uh, I was gonna go with uh, testosterone overloads, but human contact works as well. Yeah. <laughs> all
2: right. Last question. Our last statement, I suppose, a uh, secret fears of uh, supposed secret fears of all men, and that is, I think my penis is too long. Girls have told me it hurts when I try to go all the way in. Okay, they're lying. Yeah, <laughs> I think that is a
0: massive overcompensatory statement there. Right. The first thing, first things first, they're lying. Yes. uh, Yes, someone else has been that deep. Uh, Yes, uh, someone else has made them uh, feel this way before. And uh, no, it's not so big that you're knocking the bottom out of it. Uh, You are not breaking her back. And it is not the best she's ever had. Accept it and move on. And you know what? Unfortunately, I don't think this is all men's fault. I think women do a lot to propagate that. Absolutely. There's yeah. really no need to do you don't have to do, to, uh, to say all those things and do all that the, the male ego does not need that kind of stroking
6: it but really the rest doesn't. of it does okay yeah.
2: <laughs> no i you know look uh you know male, male culture is somewhat guilty of this uh when it comes to uh you know boob size for instance or uh, butt size yeah. or the shape of legs and then you know in the late nineties sex and the city came along and i've been i've never watched a series and I started uh, watching it with crystal and uh you know they uh, kind of flipped the tables on that and and there were a couple episodes in there with guys that were quote unquote too big and they couldn't handle the size of the guy but uh, by and large uh, she can handle you um you know the the thing expands like a balloon and uh she's lying to you she calls you big daddy she's uh she's not the biggest you've ever that she's ever had and uh she might be but that's she, a different story yeah.
7: yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> the chances are she's lying to you and you're not the big daddy you're more like the uh, eh, second or third tier daddy and uh mm-hmm. You know, just accept it, so and, you know, and, and you're still in the daddy competition, so yeah, don't worry about you're, it. You're a daddy. Work with the uh, work with the emotion of the ocean, as it were, and uh,
6: work with the tools you got, mostly your mouth. And uh, there you go. And be willing to take, you know, a hint every once in a while. Now
2: there there's a there's a small percentage of the population out there that you're you're a Lexington Steel, you're a Peter North, you're whatever, but uh, <sighs> you're like a point zero 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 five of the population. Who are these people that you name? <laughs> Idols. Oh, I, don't I see. Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, aspirations uh, Pegging <laughs> what? The secret. Yes, the secret Obsessions What? I don't know uh, <laughs> Documentary Stars um, yeah. yeah there you go They were in a documentary I watched
0: it on the documentary channel yeah. Awesome
2: <laughs> On the history channel Yes exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So there you go That was the uh, supposed uh, Our first segment In the uh, reviewing The Lady Mags Our uh, first segment And uh, Is So what What did we learn from this? Uh, this is bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> Yeah the list is definitely bullshit. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, uh, F13, thank you for joining us. Uh, we appreciate your uh, second appearance in a row here on The Breaker Room. And uh, we will definitely have you back uh, here in the future, especially for the uh, Rotten Tomatoes game show that we had in uh, Thumbs of Fury.
6: And where would I one would, go to watch uh, Cinema Diabolica or to listen? Uh, I want to
2: go
0: to Cinema Diabolica.
2: Okay, let's go ahead and try that one more time.
0: <laughs> one would go to cinemadiabolica.com or if you're already at popsyndicate.net, which you should be. You can just click on the podcast tab, and we're there as well. Awesome. All right. Well, I mean, com just takes you there, so I don't know what I'm talking about. That's
2: true. And go to uh, iTunes. You can find them in uh, iTunes as well, Cinemadiabolica, and uh, Twitter.com slash Cinemadiabolica, which is never updated. And, no. uh <laughs> So don't go there. And uh, Felipe13 on uh, the Twitter is only updated with beer, so... Uh, <laughs> He's a, apparently a raging alcoholic. <laughs> apparently, hey, not a lot of luck. If you look at
0: that, I'm a huge
2: boozer. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of luck on the uh, Twitter front there. Uh, but yeah, let's check it on the Facebook. There's a Facebook page and uh, any, all the links you need. popsinicanet diabolica or cinemadiabolica.com. <laughs> Thanks again, F13. And thank we you, sir. See you next time. Thank Bye you. Now.
3: After we do this line of coke, huff this paint, and tastefully tough, we'll be right back to the break room. Go ahead and get naked and call in the question of the week to 469-665-9827. Open the the door, shut the screen.
5: I was overweight and embarrassed to go anyplace. AIDS helped me get back
1: into a size 12. The AIDS diet plan helped me get back into a size 6.
4: AIDS helps control your appetite so you lose weight. Yet AIDS lets you taste, chew, and enjoy. And the appetite suppressant in AIDS is not a stimulant.
3: AIDS helped me lose the weight. and has nothing in it that could make me nervous.
4: Question. Why take diet pills when you can enjoy AIDS? AIDS helps you lose weight safely and effectively. Use only as directed. This week on The Hobo Shack.
5: Join me as two star-crossed
0: lovers meet for the first time. Urethra Franklin.
4: Get some children over yeah. here
0: and have a party. Returns to The Hobo Shack and talks to Luscious. There's always some dude in a loincloth <laughs> waiting to be deflowered. For the first time. It's like The Notebook, only sexier and with more weenus.
3: It's unbelievable. Yeah.
0: So join us this Sunday, February 23rd, as Z Royal Bomber returns to the Hobo Shack.
3: <laughs>
0: go to the hoboshack.com or popsyndicate.net for more information. Download our app for Android, Apple and Windows devices
6: and subscribe now on iTunes group of african-americans in my backyard waiting for me patiently i gotta get this just gotta get the show going it's sometime in the
0: future the ultimate challenge crossfire
5: Wait till
3: mom finds out.
2: She's
1: here!
2: Growing pains! And it's the classroom possessed. I am here. I am real.
0: I am watching. If
1: you're very, very quiet, you can hear him.
0: Head of the class after Growing Pains, Wednesday. One, two, one, two,
3: Welcome back to the break room, giving mad props to Kennel Skin since
5: 2006.
2: So, uh, The Break Room uh, recently took a trip to the Dallas Sci-Fi Expo, uh, much as we did last year when we interviewed Marina Baccarin. Uh, unfortunately, um, we didn't get a big celebrity interview this time.
6: No, unfortunately, that uh, did suck, and there were plenty of other things that sucked about this time, but we'll get to that in a little bit.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, I was not able to attend because uh, unforeseen sick. Uh, you know, I had I had more important things to do. Uh, <laughs> look, there was a there was a Chris Cornell concert in Portugal. I had to fly to with my uh, Portugal in my airplane made of iPads, and uh, <laughs> e- I was sick. So uh, we do have a few interviews that uh, Thompson the Tank and Dirty Dirty Dustin did uh, during this time, but uh, I think we have to introduce the new.
6: We have to reintroduce Thomas to the masses. Something, something back by popular demand. Possibly. That's right. Yes, absolutely.
2: And then we'll, we'll we'll go straight into these interviews. Okay. Who's that puffing down the track?
4: It's Thomas.
3: It's time for the train yard with Thomas the Tank. Have your tickets ready, assholes.
7: It took me 11 months to put together.
6: Sorry, let me start that again. Did you make this outfit yourself?
7: <laughs> yes and no. It took me 11 months to put it together. Some parts I did, some parts I didn't.
6: It's pretty awesome. So, have you seen the new movie? Uh, it's not new. It was- 2013, but yeah, the remake, yes. That's what this is for. Did you like it? Absolutely. Have you gotten a chance to talk to uh, Carl Urban here? I
7: did see him a little while ago, yes.
6: Cool. What did he say?
7: Uh, It's hard to understand him. He actually has quite a
6: thick accent. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, That's right. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Did he approve of the outfit? He did. He said it looks cool. Okay. (laughs) Well, thanks. Can I have you say one more thing for me? It's our liner that we do on our show. Uh, Just say, uh, out, go out, gasoline, high five. Out, go out, gasoline, high five. Thank you, sir. Thank have you. a great day.
7: Hey, man. How's it going? All right, how you doing? Good. My name is uh, Dustin with uh, Breakout Media. I was just curious. Uh, have you ever alerted Kevin Smith to your presence?
5: Actually, I've met him in person. Have,
7: yeah. have you? Okay. Have you actually done any kind of look-alike contest with him or anything like that?
5: Actually, no, I haven't. I just This is kind of what I normally wear on an everyday basis. Gotcha. Uh, I just happen to... Look liking so I decided to go with it. You haven't taken
7: financial advantage of that in any way so far.
5: No, no, I, I don't. I don't do it for money because I—that's I, not cool. Yeah, no, understandable. It's uncanny though, man. Me and my friend were walking back there,
7: and we saw. We're like, man, is—is is Kevin Smith actually making an appearance?
5: Uh, thanks, I appreciate that. I, I, like I said, I just this is my normal day wear, just your normal wear. So, what
7: do you guys? Uh, what comic shop are you guys with here?
5: Uh, this is actually one of the uh, managers of the show. He. Sets up a booth to just kind of do what he does.
7: Oh, okay. Excellent. Looks like you got a pretty good selection here as well.
5: Uh, He tries to bring uh, the uh, books that are of the artists that are here. So, in case somebody finds something they want, they could get it signed real quick, you know, from the artist. You know, just a little
7: something. Yeah, that that makes complete sense. Um, Okay, well, I appreciate the time, and uh, that's just an awesome look you got.
5: Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. You have a good one. Hey, do you have one second to talk to Absolutely.
7: us? We're Breakout Media Network? Yeah. Man, we have seen you everywhere around this place. Are you actually really patrolling like the real RoboCop?
6: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, you never know what's going to happen, so you got to make, make uh, sure.
7: I have noticed there's been minimal trouble since you've been around.
6: Absolutely. I'm, I'm making sure everyone's staying out of trouble.
7: So you're looking forward to the new film?
6: I actually am. I really am. I'm really psyched about it.
7: What do you think of the new outfit?
6: Uh, it took some getting used to, but I think it could be cool, yeah. Yeah.
7: It does look, it does look sleek and, and up-to-date sleek, and everything.
6: Yeah. It's a modern
3: RoboCop, so.
7: Yeah, absolutely. That's but the the vintage is impressive as well.
6: Yeah, it's that stands the test of time. There's no doubt.
7: Absolutely. Awesome. Make it.
6: Do it. Did, did you make it? Outfit? Or? No. I, that, well, it's it's basically a bot, but I tweaked a bunch of pieces to it and stuff, and just started to make it a little more not so cheeseball.
7: <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you patrolling and keeping everything safe because yeah. you do look intimidating.
6: I I, I try. You know. It's I appreciate that. it. absolutely can you do a quick liner for us real quick yeah absolutely it's uh just say uh gasoline high five out go out gasoline high five out go out that's it that's perfect appreciate it we actually got it (laughs) thank you take care what's this uh uh... oh we'll get you a podcast hey how's it going good how are you good you got a minute for an interview sure okay so what are you uh, I'm Zeus, the
4: Zombie Eradication Utility Suit.
6: That's awesome. Is that something that exists somewhere? Man, there's a lot to this get-up. So talk talk about your suit a little bit.
4: Uh, well, it's uh, EVA foam. Um, took about a month to build. It's got a couple of servos, motors, uh, the servo controllers. Programming's pretty simple. Uh, it's uh, lots of parts and pieces to move around.
6: So what all do you have here? I noticed you got like a cannon on your shoulder there that moves. What, what all parts does it actually have that, that do something?
4: Uh, well, it's got a shoulder cannon, so that's a replica of the M241 Gatling gun. So that swivels left and right and also spins. I have a back flap that spins. The visor goes up and down. I have a rear-mounted camera, a front-mounted camera, and also a heads-up display in my rifle. Uh,
6: so, uh, wow. So how much did this thing cost? Uh, actually, maybe $100, $150. Bucks. Really? You're just really good at all the electronics to put it together?
4: Uh, yeah, it's simple soldering, simple programming, so it's, it's really not that hard,
6: just time. Wow. So how does it, what 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 powers the whole thing? Uh, on my back,
4: I have a, uh, a large battery pack.
6: Man, that's crazy. So what is the little heads-up display on your arm there? What's that do?
4: Uh, well, I switch that back and forth between a couple of the cameras. Okay. Um, and also, if I want to take a, a, a remote picture, I just use this.
6: Man, that is some awesome fancy get-up. Crazy. Thank you very much. Very awesome. Yep. Uh, if you could do one more thing for me, for, our, for our, we're a pod, local podcast. If you could do me a favor, we do a liner at the end of the show. Uh, it's uh, Out Go Out Gasoline High Five. Can you say that? Out Go Out Gasoline High Five. That's it. Perfect, man. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you very much. So that was kind of the best of. We'd, we didn't have as much luck this year. When we first got there, uh, Sans Mark, uh, Dustin, and I, it was so... Man, I can't even tell you, Mark, it was unbelievably packed compared to last year. And it was just the walkways and stuff were unbelievably unconducive to standing and talking. People were moving. It was freaking crowded. It just sucked. And it seemed like despite the massive more numbers of people that were there, there were... At one point, Dustin was like, oh, I'd say there's 20%, and I really think it was closer to maybe 10% of those people were dressed up. Hmm. And I mean, I didn't want to just like... We didn't want to talk to That's you know, surprising. normal guys. We wanted to talk to people that were all dressed <clears throat> up. So right. it was kind of a beating. Most of the dressed up people were upstairs, we found out later, you know, trying to get in interviews and stuff. But I mean, seriously, right. it was double the amount of people that were there last year. That's crazy. And way less people were dressed up. So hmm. that kinda sucked. Uh, so it took a while to find some people and then when we were doing it, it was there was it always seemed like whoever we went and talked to, there were people pushing to get pictures with or so yeah
2: posing is always a big thing in these
6: conventions like if if you have a costume like you have to pose for five minutes so somebody can get a picture yeah the last guy that i talked to was definitely the most interesting he was it it was just this giant like he was a big dude but i mean the suit that he had on made him so much bigger and i walked up to him and said do you have a minute and he has he was wearing like this giant ski mask with like a look like goggles or something over them and as i walked up to him he went and like the, <laughs> the the things folded up Like the entire suit was mechanical Other than That's like awesome. the limbs and stuff He had cameras all over him He had like a heads up display So had, the actual HUD actually worked? Yes He wow. had a heads up display on his arm And one on his freaking rifle too wow. And it could channel to each of the cameras That were on That's his crazy It was so and, and then he told me he did it for like 100, 150 bucks And I was like that seems impossible so
2: Basically you want to wear that to work every day It
6: was crazy uh, I, Yeah that would be <laughs> awesome but, uh, yeah, that guy was definitely one of the most interesting costume, and I was just, as the audio shows there, I was really mesmerized by just how crazy awesome it was. So you want to tell us about this final interview? So, yeah, we, uh, we didn't have a lot of luck, but towards the end of the day, we ran into this guy that, um, you know, we were just curious about him. He looked kind of vaguely familiar, so um, here's the, the big interview we got from... From sci-fi convention this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right about that, Dustin. This day has been kinda rough without the bus around. Supposedly he's sick, but with that guy, you never know. Probably just hung over or something. Anyway, what whoa whoa. What the uh, look at that guy. Let's uh let's go see what's up with that giant mess of a costume. Excuse excuse me, sir. Yes, hello. Who are you? I'm Thomas with the local worldwide podcast, The Break Room. I couldn't help but notice the very interesting outfit you have on. What, uh, what exactly do you have going on here? Or maybe it'd be better for me to ask,
3: who are you dressed up as? Well, Thomas, it's an interesting question that you pose. Who really knows who they're dressed up as here? You know? I mean, do you remember the old desk chairs? Or do you remember the Ultimate Warrior? Seriously. My FICO score says that I'm in the upper registry, so, you know? Uh, actually, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure
6: out who you're dressed up as. Any chance you can answer that question instead of throwing random questions and stats at me?
3: Oh, you want to know who I'm dressed as? Well, it's a com- It's it's what do you call a combo costume. You ever heard of Paul Newman the Ninja Turtle? Actually, that does sound a little familiar. Well, this is a combo costume of my two favorite people in the world. And when I say my two favorite people, what I mean is the two people I'd most likely sell my soul to die and come back as either of them. Because I think they're both way cooler than I am. Okay, and who's that? Well, what I'm wearing on my face kind of looks like a fence, those are actually drawings of train tracks. And this device into my jacket? This is a train I made out of the dead bodies of my deceased albino Condostoga giraffes. It symbolizes a train driving up to the hat that I like to call the train yard. Uh, wait a minute. And on my feet, these aren't what they appear to be. They look like mere trash cans filled with what would seem to be waste product of some kind. But what they actually are are dust bins. You see, my favorite two people in the world uh mark uh well see you later all
6: right well there you have it mark the bus hudson is too sick to join us here at the dallas sci-fi expo but apparently not to dress up like to the two people he'd most like to be guys back to you in the studio too sick (laughs) yeah well, uh, I like to meet that some guy. Of that, some of that uh, live recording gets a little squeaky sometimes.
2: <laughs>
6: Thought about cutting that out, but <laughs> I was like, yeah, it happens a well, lot. look, I appreciate the fact that you expose your flaws live in the scene. So.
2: <laughs> look, uh, you know, these are the realities of live reporting, and sure. you only get that on the break room.
6: Hey, like we expressed earlier, you, you put out there who you really are, and people right. either appreciate or hate it. So as a man, as a man, it is. you should not be afraid of who you are. <laughs> as a man. Yep. As a man. You're right. <laughs> Well, I think that about wraps it up for us in this one. And
2: uh, we will be making an appearance at the May Dallas Cy- or Comic-Con. I guess it's, it's Dallas D-Con. Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, that one's Comic-Con. We, we will be there, and hopefully... Let's not promise. Let's not,
6: let's promise. not promise. Let's anything. hope we're all there
2: yeah. uh, that'll this be, time.
6: That'll be a big
2: step. All there and all healthy. All healthy, yeah. This year, one of us is out, and last year, uh, another one was out. So, yeah. Uh, let's hope that uh, we're all there together. Yep. Holding hands. And wearing our break room t-shirts.
6: Yep. Handing out cards and taking lists and making names.
2: All right. Well, you can always call us at 469-665-9827. Thanks to F13 for joining us on uh, Thumbs of Fury this week and uh, The Break Room, episode 201. You can uh, find F13 at com or net slash Diabolica. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, you can always email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com or call us at 469-665-9827. You can find us on Twitter at Twitter at dot com slash at the break room. <laughs> uh, Twitter.com slash the mark is me. Twitter.com slash the Central is Thomas Twitter.com slash DWS9775 is Dustin. And uh, feel free to congratulate us on his uh, wink lengthening and whitening procedure and his uh, new Dick Cheney, Mountain Dew powered face and colon. Okay, oh. you get and new bear colon as well. Uh, don't forget to uh, go to brickroom.tv and click on the banners. If you're looking to quit smoking, you want to go with Vapor for Life, cooking those banners, and the Amazon banner that you can find only at brickroom.tv. I
6: almost, uh, almost don't even recognize this closing segment without uh, somebody interrupting the crap out of you it drops. Is so. that like a bear period? I guess so. Did you jizz all over my car? Okay.
7: <laughs> you may I interrupt yourself mad props now. respect for a uh, dog's asshole... <laughs>
2: Facebook.com slash pop if you're into the pop syndicate stuff. Uh, don't forget all of our silly bits are at soundcloud.com slash the breaker room. And as always, don't forget myspace.com slash the breaker room. Don't forget our sister shows, a 15-minute movie podcast, which will perhaps reappear someday. <laughs> uh, the Hobo Shack and a Cinema Diabolica, as we mentioned before. Uh, the, but the best thing you can always do for us is go tell a friend, go to iTunes, search the breaker room, and give us a nice five-star rating, we'd really appreciate it. Thanks to Vagamond Saints on Twitter for putting together a logo. And to American Rockstar for our theme song. As always, out go out. Gasoline. <laughs> High five. Oh.
5: Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for POP Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you. This is The Break Room.